0: When did
1: you uh when you put that up? It's been up for a while. The Krylock uh, Kid, such cool artwork from uh David Dryden. We're mm-hmm. recording, by the way.
2: I figured, um, dude, your, my your cadence changed. That's yeah. how I knew you were recording.
1: Yeah, my throat keeps doing this thing with the energy drink. It's just like Bruh. it's all the bubbles. Yeah, it's all the bubbles. Yeah, um. Hey, we're back for another episode of the RSL show. Uh, my name is Andy Munoz. I'm Josh Clark. Jo- Clark. There you go. Uh, Google us. Such a stiffler, bro. Us. I'm just kidding. Don't Google us. Have you ever Googled yourself?
2: Uh, no, I don't really want to.
1: I when I do, it just brings up like other Andy Munozes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's millions of us, so it's like not even that cool. There's millions of Josh Clarks, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have a real last name though you have like a different last name yeah
2: apparently yeah i'm waiting for i did that like 23 and me and like some ancestry stuff to try to verify it so
1: <laughs> uh you um when i it's just weird we have to do like a different episode where we just go back through your genealogy and yeah once about... i get it
2: back yeah for sure because i don't even know it at the moment yeah it's fair. all like been flipped upside down
1: who is josh Josh doesn't even know. Yeah. Um, Okay, hey, so we're here to talk about Rail Salt Lake. Uh, We still do a podcast, probably not in the last two and a half, three weeks.
2: Yeah, it's been a minute. Apologies. Yeah. It's been a wild summer, guys.
1: Yeah. We gave you a ton of content in the off season, and uh, I talked to Jake about this the other day, I think we all did, where maybe we toned down every single week on in Mm off-season, because by the time the full season was in force, we're just like, yo, we don't want to... I don't even want to watch the (laughs) game. Yeah. I mean, I do, but...
2: Yeah. So... And and plus, I mean, soccer tournaments, weddings, there's so many things going on. It's just been hard to find time. Yeah. Well, find time that we're all available at the same time is really the issue.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Also, been doing more projects, video projects for rsl show those are up on youtube um check those out or if you're not following the socials instagram uh twitter we're throwing some more stuff up on facebook uh we're just you know we're not trying to migrate like a thousand percent towards video but we're trying to um make more creative fun content or if not creative informational content regarding the club so like if, if you follow me on twitter i'm doing a lot more um Sound on, ta- on tape bits with, you know, Freddie Juarez post-match, uh, pre-match uh, interviews. So you've got, you know, Freddie Juarez, Rubio Rubin, Albert Rusnak, Demir, um, all of that stuff, which is also posted on the RSL show on IG. Check all that out. We just want to, you know, have our feet dipped in a lot of different spaces and bring you more content that maybe other, um, either podcasts news outlets twitter people just aren't bringing you yep um so i hope that we're diversifying our portfolio yeah so i hope that in you know as we attempt to do that and kind of navigate that that we're not pissing too much people off uh because we still are definitely doing uh podcasts and we're gonna you know we're we're here today on both of our days off on a Mm -hmm. friday uh to talk some real salt lake so again at RSL Show, uh, you could go to rslshow.com. You can follow me at andymunios48 or... At
2: SLTID underscore Josh.
1: Yes. Um, also, Jake, still with the show. He is literally, like, we got bachelor party this weekend. We've got wedding coming up in two weeks. He's building a new house. Uh, our roster as well includes Mitch. Mitch is out in Portland. He's actually doing a lot more uh, video content, too, so... Again, we're all still here. We're all still buddies. Yeah, be patient with us. Yeah, that's all we're asking. Be patient. Be better. <laughs> Do uh, better. Yeah. Um. Quick shout out because uh, I think we should acknowledge that uh, we also still have a sponsor too. Uh, One Wire Fiber. Check them out. OneWire.co for all of your business voiceover IP needs. Okay. Cool. All right. So. Um, what do you want to start off with? Uh, we were talking about. Let's let's start with the breaking news from today. All right, Corey Baird
2: already out of LAFC. Not even a full season. Not even to the All Star break yet.
1: And I feel like somebody. Damn, dude, that's actually true. Not even halfway through. Yeah, we're, I mean we're close, but when you said All Star, it just kind of like res- it just kind of hit me a little harder. Yeah, because I don't know, man. Is that what Corey Baird's? legacy is going to be. Is he gonna be a journeyman a hundred percent. You think so? Yep. So comes up through the academy. Goes to Stanford. Goes to Stanford. Four years.
2: Okay. Comes to RSL. Comes rookie to Rookie of o- the Year.
1: Rookie of the Year. His best year.
2: Yep. His breakout year. Goes Second season here, me. Okay. Yeah. You know.
1: Still loved by the fan base like any. Sure. No RSO. one hates him, right? Yeah.
2: But it's just wild to see him. How do I say it? I don't. I don't know if it's his attitude. I don't know what it is that's that he got moved on from us so quickly. Didn't make it half a year for LAFC, and now he's in Houston. Like, what? What is his path going to be? And and what is it about him that's causing this? Right? Because he's not a bad player. No, he was scoring goals for LAFC. He
1: was. Um, I believe the numbers. You guys can fact-check us. I want to say it was three goals, two assists right. is Not what great. I had seen. But for the team that LAFC was the beginning of this year, right. he was actually leading the leaderboard right. with the most goals.
2: See, and I think, and I believe we talked about this when we first traded him, is LAFC brought him in as a placeholder, right, as something to get them by while their own you know, player transactions were getting figured out between um, – you know Rossi and and Brian Rodriguez. I think his name's Brian Rodriguez. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. I, I think they brought him in as just kind of a stopgap. I thought it would be for more than a year, though, like at least a season. Yeah. So I don't know what he did to piss them off, or if they just found another move that they needed that international spot and some money. Uh, props to LAFC, though; they made three hundred thousand dollars on him. Two fifty. Right. Well, we what well, we sold them for five hundred, and they sold them for seven. Seven fifty. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So two. Yeah,
2: that's two fifty. My math is awful. Yeah. And they got an international spot. So like, that's a nice flip.
1: It's a great trade. Yeah.
2: But does Corey have that value? Especially with with maybe an attitude problem, right? Because why why would he get moved so quickly from two teams? It, it doesn't really make sense to me.
1: Well, I mean, the way that I see it. It's, you know, LAFC is Major League Soccer's baby, right? Yeah. It's an expensive team. Um, It's a team that is out to win trophies, Mm -hmm. right? Like, you remember their supporter shield run. Didn't win MLS Cup that year, but those guys... And, you know, Bob Bradley has, has said it before, like, we're here to win silverware. Right. And I think that for a team like that, you know, I don't think... It'd be a terrible – I mean, it's it's terrible to elude and say, hey, they just picked up Corey Baird as a placeholder. That could be true, and I'm not saying it's terrible that you said it. I just think – No, that's just the vibe I get, right? Yeah. But what I think is, uh, you know, you pick up Corey Baird, and, you know, I don't think that when Corey Baird left Real Salt Lake that it was a a devastating hit – to those who understand tactics, to those who understand building a roster. It was more of an emotional letdown for some fans because that's just how we are as a Utah fan base. Mm -hmm. So I just don't think that Corey Baird is an LAFC-tier player. Oh,
2: absolutely not. And I don't think anyone thought that when they traded for him.
1: He doesn't hold a a light to um, Carlos Vela... Right. Like that's it. That's yeah. yeah Row C. Um, what's the other dude's name? Man? Is, is it not uh, Brian Rodriguez? I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, but I can't I, think I, of that dude's name. I was, I was thinking of nuts. even Stiff Fuentes. Yeah.
2: You know? Oh, no, definitely not. Um, I'm going to Google this real quick. It's going to
1: drive me nuts. I think that Corey Baird can find a good mid level tier club, and I think he'll make an impact there.
2: But is that all he is? Is a mid level club
1: guy? The way that I see it, after he picked up his rookie year award and then kind of fizzled out, uh, yes. Okay. And, uh, you know... It is
2: Brian Rodriguez.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. What team did he go to after LAFC? Was it... Who? Brian Rodriguez. He's still there. He's,
2: he's He still- was out for, like, the, okay. the national team duty stuff.
1: My mistake. I must be thinking of somebody else.
2: But, like, there's a lot of rumors around, like, where he's going. Like, I don't think he's sticking around.
1: Okay. So, you know, I think... I don't think that cory baird um could have ever really fit into the lafc mold mm-hmm. uh per se uh i mean even the fan base i was seeing on socials like somebody tweeted what the hell does cory baird do and this was like an lafc supporter right and i had responded something like welcome to our you know pain right. or whatever right. um so you know like we said cory baird great person great athlete um I think that it could just be growing pains right now. He wins rookie of the year, uh maybe gets a little bit of arrogance underneath him, but you know, you don't when I, mean, when, I think when, we're
2: when, four seasons on from that though.
1: Yeah, when you don't make like a, an instant impact on a team, uh I think it's more of a reality check for him, um where you have to go in and you have to contribute on some level. Yeah. Especially at a team like LAFC. Yeah. LAFC's not going to put up with any of that.
2: I'm going to make a bold prediction and predict that he will be out of the MLS in the next two seasons. Wow. Like USL type out of the MLS or right. like to Scotland. You know what I mean?
1: I don't think that that's going to happen. I think I think you'll find a home. Uh, if it's not at the Dynamo long term, it's going to be a team.
2: Someone like San Jose. Yeah. Some of the lower tier right. MLS groups.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, could we really call other clubs lower tier though because we're um, sitting in what, 7th? Well,
2: we still we aren't bottom on the spend though. Like we still spend some money on our our roster, right? So there's definitely teams that literally spend the minimums and that's it. Yeah. And that's where he's going to go.
1: You know, one thing that I'm kind of bummed about and it's just, you know, I think for any professional athlete across any sport, is you wake up and you're like, Damn. I'm moving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I gotta go live in Texas now. Right,
2: I gotta go find a new apartment. Gotta, yeah, and hopefully, like none of the fr- like. Hopefully, it's like a furnished apartment that he's already in and yeah. moving into, so you don't have to pack up that much shit. But
1: like a nice little Deloitte establishment,
2: right? Where yeah. you literally just bring your clothes and your dog food and
1: yeah, off you go. We t- we spoke about this. We don't think he's gonna play tomorrow, but I feel like he might. I feel like he might, dude. He absolutely might. If you want to put a good impression on a new team that just acquired you, you're going to say, when they ask you, can you play, you're most likely. It is a home match, right? Yeah. You're most likely going to say yes. Even if it means just putting a day bag.
2: Sure. And getting there.
1: And getting there. Saying, goodbye, girlfriend. Hey, I'll be back to pack up. I'm going to go debut.
2: At least be on the the bench, right? Yeah. It's a hard ask, though, dude. We'll see.
1: It's, man, it's. We were the
2: third time he's played RSL this year?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's wonderful, man. I... You know, when I see, like, people come back like that, even though I... You know, even though they're gone away from Real Salt Lake, there's always, like, that underdog tone that I have where it's like, man, I just want to see Corey Barrett, like, come in here, score a brace, like...
2: Yeah, because that's what... I mean, that's what... You're up for those games, right? Like, oh, you screwed me over. I'm going to get back at you here. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, so anyways man it's no ill will towards Cory Baird when 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 he was here he had his great moments he's just i'll call him a young kid cuz i'm almost 33 it's crazy uh he's a young dude he's figuring it out and it's life yep. sometimes you're going to be top tier sometimes you're going to be the dude being traded around yep all right so it sucks anyway yeah anyway cory baird best uh, of luck to you bud best of luck to you buddy um all right so we didn't, you know, we we didn't put a show out for Los Angeles versus RSL. L.A.F.C. Uh, L.A.F.C. Yeah, the other L.A.F.C. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, let's just say, just real quick, Los Angeles Galaxy. That should have been a game that we should have won. Absolutely. Uh, no chicharito, no legit. Like you're playing a L.A. Galaxy B team in your own stadium. Uh, Up n- 2-0. No excuses. Yeah, no, it's pathetic. Terrible. Let's be honest, it
2: was pathetic. And at the moment I wanted I wanted heads to roll. Yeah. Honestly.
1: So then uh we play Galaxy and then we go to LAFC. I fully expected that result. Fully expected. Yeah. Um you know, you go up against LAFC, the best LA club, hands down. Right. Did you see, like,
2: not to take away from the game, but did you see how horrible that pitch was?
1: Uh no. It I, was no it
2: was bad, dude. Like I didn't. I didn't see it for a quality club in a quality stadium. Like they need some Farnzie help, yeah, badly. Bad. Okay, yeah.
1: so yeah, so we lose that match on July seventeenth, two one. We fully expect that result. And yeah, then, the goal
2: was sweet though. I mean, it was a. I mean, it's Herrera's first goal, no, dude, but it totally came against on a play, right?
1: Ridiculous. I was
2: really happy and really the one mad time you didn't place a
1: bet at the same time. Yep, a long time ago, guys. Listen, a long time ago, Last I don't do season. this now last season (laughs) (laughs) i would just do like a small out of state five dollar bet every single match for aaron herrera to score a goal because the odds are insane it's like plus i don't know what the number is but you place a five dollar bet and you win like over a thousand dollars right
2: not a bad return
1: so for a full season i'll admit to that i was Doing five little dollar bets. And then when he scored that and I, you know, I, I obviously don't do it anymore. I was, dude, I'm, I, you saw that you were livid. Yeah, dude. I was pissed is like the nice version of what I was feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I knew that it was coming on, man. Like, here's the thing. I love the RSL fan base on socials. Like, I love you guys, but I also hate you guys because here's why. I'm just kidding. I love all of you guys. the 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 reason is people come out of the woodworks who have never like given Aaron Herrera that kind of credit. Mm-hmm. But on that day when he scored a goal, everybody was like the biggest uh, Herrera fan. I, I knew it was coming. Yeah, was, uh, yeah, dude. It. I had seen that from a mile away. I knew it was coming, and I just wanted to so bad just be like, dude, I've been seeing this for like a year and a half, mm-hmm. like. You and I would watch the matches together. We'd go to like Jack's place, and even Jack would tease me. He's like, "Hey man, did your boy Herrera is he gonna score a goal tonight?" <laughs> yeah. And it finally happened, and I missed out. But you know, we're not doing, we're not doing bets. That's just not part of. I was a young guy, so anyways, great goal for Aaron Herrera.
2: Yeah, it's tight. We still lost. Whatever. Yeah, we still- should have lost by a lot. Ochoa stood on his head, blocked the Vela PK. Double Great save. Great night for Ochoa.
1: He had a double save, too. Yeah. Um, that was one highlight that we were just clipping at the news station over at KSL. Got to shout them out, too. Uh, there had never been more RSL content than that week. Um, a, because I work there. Yeah, right. Uh, I get to pick yeah, what's yeah. on TV. That's cool. But B, uh, dude, Ochoa was just killing it. It
2: was, right. a, it was a night for him.
1: Yeah. Um Uh, almost like a I'd say like a career defining night
2: absolutely it was was a a coming out party per se right like I've arrived I'm a Trovo
1: right Um, you know I and what I love about David is he he is a young guy he's you know he had like the mistakes was it in the Olympic qualifier yeah yeah you just erase that moment you just go past it no one's talking about that that anymore like people are focused on what you're doing and what I've seen um, that shift from is David Ochoa is a great RSL keeper. And then there's more talk about him picking USA USA, or Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's like, dude, to recover from a blow like that of some crazy own goal uh, on a big stage. And now you're like, you're the man like, dude, bravo. Like you wash that shit. Like, you know, you just wash your hands and you're clean. Like, you got baptized like you're good. Yep. Right? So, uh, incredible player, dude. I, I, I still don't understand the David Ochoa hate that he receives or, like, the shit-talking. I just don't understand it. I think he's a great product of the RSL culture. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, anytime – like. Now it's like when I see some USA games, I'm just like, man, I, I wish he was like part of those rosters.
2: Agreed, yeah. Um, Especially over like Brad Guzan, who's yeah, 80 years old and shouldn't be playing on the team anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's like playing with a cane
1: in yeah. goal. Um, no, I just like I'm just I'm proud of David Ochoa and his development and his, you know, he seems to be mature. You don't really hear like much negatives about him, like. It's just a, it's a good dude to have in goal with that kind of mentality for such a young age. Right. That's going to be something that's going to pay dividends in maybe wins for RSL. At least um, a transfer value. Or at least, like, yeah, 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 like a transfer value. Yep. You know, dude is doing it. Okay, so we lose against LAFC. And then um, we have, uh, what's the following match? Is it Rapids? Yeah. So we go to Rapids. Well, well we don't they come go here. To, they come yeah. here. Um, we win 3-0. Right. Uh, now, that, okay, I was I was at the home match, not working, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So much fun to hang out with my friends again. Uh, we go to the match. I'm feeling, I, you know, I was going to do like one of, like that silly match prediction stuff that we do. And I almost said like 5-0 in the predict. When we were up three, and I think there was like what, 80 ish, minutes, yeah, there was some time 72. Left. Yeah, I was thinking, man, like Should there's. I, it, yeah. I remember I turned to you and I'm like, dude, I'm, I, I see, I could feel two more goals happening. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll recap that real quick. Um, let's just talk about Colorado Rapids, uh, quality keeper gets, uh, in Brian Denseth's words, he gets out-possessed by his own feet, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't, yeah, I think I was like making my way into the stadium at that time. Were you there? I was actually see it it happen. I didn't
2: because it wasn't supposed to happen, right? Like it was a very innocent play, a nice little pass back. I think I had looked away to say something to someone, and all suddenly everyone was cheering. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. And then you watch the replay and you can't help
1: but laugh, right? You just hear the uproar, right? Um, So, William Yarbra, uh, that's actually a cool last name.
2: It is. It's hard to say, but it's cool. It's
1: like, yeah, brah. Yeah, brah. Uh, In the 14th minute, um, it is counted as an own goal. Absolutely, it's, touched it. Yep, listed here as an OG. So just a bad touch. Uh, rolls past and gives RSL the 1-0. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, Do you feel like Colorado's a good team?
2: Yes. They're missing a lot of guys. I mean, they're missing their left back, their central midfielder, their new central midfielder. You know, they're a good squad, but I... And even the squad that played against us is a good squad. I just think we were up for it, right? And I think we're also a good squad. We just finally saw a good showing from our squad. Yeah. Something we haven't seen, right?
1: Dude, absolutely. Um, a 3 0 win. You know, we go up two and right. we're nervous, right?
2: Absolutely. It's like, oh God, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're nervous. The uh, substitutions were timely for once. That's good. They were the right subs. Mm-hmm. You know, Bobby Wood did what. We haven't seen a striker do in ages and go after the center backs with the ball at his feet. Turned into a goal, his first goal, which was incredible yep. to see. Off his left foot. It was great. Two center backs on him off his left yeah. foot. Beautiful thing. Exactly. And then so. and then Rubio Rubin gets a nice little cleanup on one, gets him going again. It's exciting to have two strikers that are scoring.
1: So let's go back to Bobby Wood. So he scores the, the goal in the 30th minute. Mm-hmm. And... Um, this is actually commentary uh, from Yoni Menendez that I'm uh-huh. going to refer to. So in his interview prior to a match being played, he said, I like to go one-on-one mm-hmm. with defenders. I want to bring a different style of play. Granted, he was you know, complaining a little bit about the uh, elevation being a factor. They right, just it'll don't take have him that. some time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's like the classic, right? I feel like that's everyone yeah, everyone's go to. They get hair and they're like, yeah.
2: "Holy crap! I can't breathe."
1: Yeah, yeah. So, probably the bad air quality. Yeah, that didn't help either. We're, we're so bad. So he he's commenting that he wants to go one on one. It's great, and we'll talk about Joni in just a, a few moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what Bobby Wood's goal reminded me of: seeing a forward, a striker on the RSL squad that is confident enough to roll with. Like, just basically, and that, that ball was played in by Roosnak.
2: Yeah, he picked um, up the ball, and instead of doing what we've done for the last 10 years... Which is a hold-up. Hold-up, play out to the wings, lose possession.
1: Yeah. Back to the beginning. Because generally, we're a team, you're absolutely right. We Somebody will play a ball like that, they'll hold it up, gives everybody like mm-hmm. all of the defenders our four, like everyone's running into space and then it's just clogged and we may kick it in and it just it, it just barrels off of somebody and it's just not even close to goal
2: right but instead we're keeping defenders on their heels Dude. making them make stupid decisions whether it be fouling whether it be allowing a goal you know there, there's yeah. all sorts of things that can happen when you go at them yeah and we that's exactly done
1: it. exactly what Bobby Wood does so he he drives the ball in and when you're, you know, I've seen that highlight a few times. When you when you have Bobby Wood on the ball, it's you're, I just expect to see a defender just, you know, take the ball away or just get a touch on it and like redirect the ball. Right. But he holds on to it. He runs past him and then somehow on the angle, uh, takes a shot and still scores. That's great. It's 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 just crazy to see that kind of quality coming out from. A striker or a forward like that where we haven't really seen much of Absolutely
2: that. Absolutely haven't. Not since Sabo and Espindola. Yeah. Well and and if you think about it, that was the fourth, fifth time he had done it that night, and all the other times resulted in a foul or something like that. And yes, he was getting kicked a lot, but it worked. And it's what needs to happen.
1: Exactly. So uh Bobby Wood, um what is is that his second match playing with us? They're... No, he's
2: played a couple matches, but that was his like
1: second start. Okay. All right. Maybe that's what I'm referring to. So he gets a goal. It's great to see, man. Um, from all of his interviews, he's just been ready to go, ready to contribute, and score goals. Like He I, knows that he's here just to—that's his
0: job.
2: Right. I think for fans it was a relief because they're like, you know, is this another year or a tournament thing? So the longer it would have taken him to get his first one, the more impatient the fan base may have gotten. Yeah. So I think the fact that he's nabbed one now, it's good.
1: It's also great to see. I know we've talked a lot of shit on Albert Rusnak.
2: Right. He seems to be— he was involved
1: yeah. with both plays. Yep. Um, he gets the assist for um, for the Bobby Wood goal. Uh, the third goal, which was Rubio Rubin, he doesn't get the assist because I believe it goes. Uh, if memory is playing me right, I th- I'm thinking, was that ball played up to Demir? Yeah, Demir. I think so. So Rusnak passes it up, passes it up to Demir. Demir just kind of toe-pokes it in, and then Rubio gets a shot off. Yep. Um, Rubio Rubin amazing like it's just from from also watching like his interviews his post-match commentaries and i was thinking this on the drive here he is a he's a player who is not afraid to be outspoken right on how we play he's not afraid to call out other players he's probably not afraid to call out the coaches on what needs to change and that's Mm. kind of like the difference between i would say rubio rubin and uh albert rusnak uh, Albert Rusnak goes into a press conference. They're asking him, "Why are we dropping points?" Or, you know, "Why are we up to 0 And then right. we get tied. His answer is, "I don't know. I don't know." And he's yeah. just frustrated. Rubio kind of breaks it down and is is basically calling out teammates, like not anyone in specific, but just saying, "We're not. We're not. Um, we're not focused. Right. We're not mentally sharp. We're." You know, we get too comfortable. We have a lead, and this is what happens. Yep. So Rubio Rubin, I think, is a great leader um, next to Demir Crylock. Like, Demir has that veteran status, and Demir is always going to be Demir Crylock Like, we love the guy. Right. Everyone right? looks up to him, yeah. Everyone looks up to him. But Rubio has just got, like, that young energy. Little a little whippersnapper. Like, he just wants it, man. Yeah. And, you know, every time I see him i'm just like dude like the loyal lost something special when rubin came here but
2: but i think the loyal understood what it meant to him mm -hmm. and what it could do for his career which is very cool for the loyal
1: yeah absolutely i mean instant impact um i I want to look up his stats i don't know if that's his i think that was his fifth 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 or sixth but he
2: he did have a little dry he started really hot went a little cold for a minute which is normal so it's good to see him going again too
1: yeah just a just a stand up player man um just a great individual and uh you know when he first got here and he's like scoring all his goals i'm like, enjoy it while it lasts yep. he is he could be our i'm gonna i'm gonna say this statement but before you like instantly judge like listen to what I'm saying so when Rubio Rubin got here before his contract extension, I thought that he would be a short term player, a short term successful player, way more successful than Corey Barrett, and then gets picked up by a larger, bigger, better club. Okay. So he signs a four year contract extension. I'm just excited for what Real Salt Lake is doing behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, the play has yet to kind of show up on the field, but you know Coming off like a 3 0 win, dude, like there's not much that you can ask for, especially against arrival and especially right. against the most annoying fan base. Yep. Um it was just uh it it's just a like beautiful movement to see from uh Real Salt Lake and it's it's just it's good because it feels like it feels like it's turning around.
2: Yeah, you feel like right in the right direction again, right? Yeah. <laughs> that could instantly change against Houston, but at the moment I feel okay.
1: Yeah. So cool. Great segue. Uh yeah. into into Houston dynamo. Yeah. Um, Houston Dynamo dude, like it's just such a weird, it's such a weird team to think about because, uh, you forget they exist. You forget that they exist and you also forget that they are like a semi threat. Right,
2: right. They're on the bot. They're in the bottom of the table, but like they can beat you at any time.
1: It's so weird. Yeah. It's just like it's like in ASO. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like
2: You just don't know what you about, Dynamo. You're gonna get.
1: <laughs> you forget about the lizards, and then you're like, oh shit, we play the lizards, and then you tie, or you get you get right. your ass kicked. Um. So the Dynamo, we played them before. Uh, that was the match that Justin Glad got his goal. Um. His little heel flick, which I still kind of think. He meant to get a foot on it, but yeah. very lucky. Center goal. back strike, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very cool for him. Uh, Justin Glad is a whole different conversation, by the way. Uh, which on a one, I'll just ask you real quick because I know some fans want to know: Where do you rate Justin Glad on a one to ten scale, just based on performance from maybe say his best year? Like, where is he currently on the scale for you?
2: Like as like if I was to rate him as a center back, like yeah, we're talking like world scale or MLS scale,
1: MLS scale. Uh, maybe I a, would, and Maybe I, a six out of ten. Okay, now what I'm asking you is, what would you rate him against his like breakout year? Where does he sit compared to that? Uh, pretty far back. Okay,
2: for me, Justin Glad is a a sturdy, reliable center back. Right? Is he Nat Borchers reliable? I think so. It's minus the goals, Nat had goals. Right? Yeah. I, he he's not gonna win us mls cup single-handedly but we definitely miss him when he's not playing
0: yeah
1: makes sense yeah good 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 all right so justin glad scores and then maxi rudy uh just off of a couple deflections like ugly deflections in and the box lazy play right? lazy playing uh scores past david ochoa i think david ochoa was like full stretch on that one
2: yeah there's no way yeah
1: um so they tie the match one-one. This is the previous match, the previous uh, time that we had played uh, Houston Dynamo. Um, so yeah, it's it's you know I don't think that it's going to be fair like an easy match for us to go and get three points in. Um, they're playing in Houston, so it's an away match. It's hot. We know what it's like for RSL on the road. I, I mean, it's the season has been tough, even just playing at home. Uh, but I feel like just where with the team is at, um, off of a three zero win, I think there's a little bit of confidence going into Houston. And listening to Tab Ramos's, uh pre-match thoughts on this, it doesn't sound like he's going too confident uh, into tomorrow's match or I mean, Saturday's he match. He did
2: call it a must-win for the Houston Dynamo.
1: I, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I mean, still. Everybody says that. Well, yeah, but
2: I'm saying like that's... That means you're worried about where your team's at and you need to win something to get back on track.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're sitting in ninth place. Um, The playoff hopes are still alive. They've got Mm -hmm. three more matches to really try and pick up some points. Now, the home match versus RSL, I just said it, it's at at home in Houston. Mm -hmm. And then they have two away matches, uh, which are always tougher. So I kind of, you know, I have the, the... so, I have tab Ramos's uh god damn it, so I have Tab Ramos's interview, mm-hmm. and I'll just play it over the microphone, nothing fancy, but I want you to listen, and I want you to kind of you know just tell me is is this somebody who sounds confident okay, going into uh a matchup at home here we go
0: yeah, I mean I have to tell you, and this is you know th- that it's a good question because you talk you know we I did speak about culture, and this is this is what we have here. the players are excited. Uh, the players know that we're a very competitive team. They know that we are we feel like we're getting better and more competitive game to game. Um, we felt like we went to San Jose and we fought for the win all the way to the end. By no means did we sit back and try to defend the one point. Um, and I think that's positive. And sometimes you have to be smart and defend the one point, in particular in these six-point uh, games. You know like like this rsl game is this saturday we have an rsl team that's coming here with their two center backs who have likely played together how many games maybe 60 80 games uh, you, you know justin glad and and aaron herrera have played together probably over a hundred games they've been playing together since they're 15 years old um you know tim parker and Teenage debbie have played together two games Okay, So we they need a little time, and I think for the two games, I think it's been incredibly positive how they're playing together, and that's the backbone of our team.
2: Let's call there. Um, that sounds to me like you're already making excuses, right?
1: Yeah, it does. It totally does. To kind of like uh, to deep dive into the relationship that Justin Glad and Aaron Herrera have playing for 15 years. Well, he
2: coached them at the youth level for the national team. Okay. So there's history there. But still, to like compare that to your new center back. I mean, Datkovich could play and that whole thing goes out the window, right? Yeah. So to me, that says, hey, fans, we have this new center back pairing. We might get scored on. (laughs) Forgive me because I said it might happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, eh. if Freddie were to say something like that, I'd be like, yeah, speaking the obvious shit here, bud. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So to me, it just didn't seem. It doesn't seem confident. Yeah, it's not confident. It's, you know, it's not like a Bob Bradley coming in or, um, like a high-caliber coach that, uh, you know, like a Caleb Porter or something, Mm. you know. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I have not been paying. I mean, just like any RSL fan, haven't been paying attention to what Houston Dynamo has been doing. I just see them low on the power rankings when I read those once a week. You know what I mean? Yeah, we see them low. Uh, We know that they came here, tied us. Uh, Rudy had just a beautiful goal, uh, just a beautiful strike. Uh, And you could argue at that time that our mental state, uh, as a team it it just isn't what it is now a lot can shift from you know week whatever that might have been to the current week that we're in now mm-hmm. so you know I'm feeling good going into Houston um, but it is tough like we we have such an unpredictable RSL team and the only positive that I can see here is that well we have a couple Bobby Wood gets his first goal Rubio Rubinas is, is scoring goals. Albert Rusnak is involved in some key plays. Joni Menendez looks incredible. <laughs> Yoni Menendez, the Argentine, Argentinian. Um, just come, dude, there was one ball that he played into the box. I can't oh, remember who he played it into. Dude, it was so pretty. It was just like, how? Yeah. How did it happen? He just He's laid it He's going to be off. a difference maker. So a lot of people were pointing this out, and actually noticed this too, is um, as a player like that, you are coming from a league that can arguably be classified as better mm-hmm. than mls and sometimes the players around you on your new mls team don't exactly know how to play to you now is right. that their fault no you're he's been here for just a couple weeks right
2: it's going to take some time for him look we're making excuses like tab it's going to take you know <laughs> it's going to take the team some time to catch up with how he thinks
1: yeah you know it's going yeah exactly cuz you could totally see where he's throwing his arms up, and he's like, you know, he's ready. He's onside. He wants to make the run. He's waiting for the ball to be played over.
2: Oh, he made a beautiful run about 10 minutes after coming on that had someone seen him, would would have been a goal.
1: Exactly. Yeah,
2: I know exactly which one you're talking about.
1: So I think that some players, you you, you got to look up. You don't have a Corey Baird up there anymore.
2: Well, so what what they're used to is a Corey Baird or a Brooks Lennon or even an Anderson Julio a Michael Chang that runs straight. Yeah. Right? Yeah. On this run we're talking about, Joni goes from the right side of the midfield, splits the center back through the middle, where Bobby Wood or Ruby Rubin would be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and no one saw
1: him. And you have a player who is confident. Yeah. With the ball at his feet, who, you know, it's kind of reminiscent of him. I don't want to, like...
2: It's right. Say it. It's reminiscent of Burrito and Javi. It is. In ways. It's, yeah.
1: it's very reminiscent. Am is I that, saying
2: he's going to be Javi? No. Am I saying he can be Burrito? Yes. And I hope it's a Burrito that stays.
1: Hey, he's an Argentinian. That's right. the style of play there. They like to take it one-on-one. They like to They're magicians, pu- push right? their skills. Yep. Yeah. And you could already kind of see a glimpse of that kind of seeping through uh, Yoni Menendez, which yep. I think is it's awesome, dude. It's you know, the moves that Rail Salt Lake is making is just insane. Yep, it's wonderful. Um, from where we were heading into the season to where we are now is pretty incredible. And I mm-hmm. think that as RSL fans, it's time to kind of like look at what you got, take a deep breath and just acknowledge that it's cool. It's
2: very, very cool. got to remember the situation. We're in no owner. You know what I mean? Like all sorts of weird stuff. So the fact that we can even be happy about games and and look forward to beating teams or look forward to players debuting, none of these guys would have arrived under Deloitte. Let's be honest. No way. No way. So we've gotten a bunch of guys on freeze and hope they worked out like it's been the last few years. So the fact that we've gone out and acquired some guys, especially guys with names, Mm -hmm. even though Bobby Wood, he's still a name. Yeah. Ruby Orbea we was still a name. People knew
1: who he was. Yoni Menendez is a name. Yeah,
2: so I can tell you that. Just keep positive. You know, we could always be Inter Miami. So
1: yeah, terrible. Yeah, David Beckham is like on the verge of laying on train tracks somewhere. <laughs> Seriously. All right, so guys, we just want to uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to the RSL show. We know. Uh, that we've just kind of, you know, we've, we have we, we got a little, we experienced a little bit of a burnout uh, podcast-wise, but we're not giving up on it. We're not going away. We're In still fact, here. We're going to step it up. Even if that means that we just got to do, like, brief ep- episodes, if it's just one person talking to, into a mic, we can do that. No, nah, we're not going to go there. No, nah, we won't do that. But, um, yeah, we just want to remind you that uh, you have El Show, real uh doing spanish content Mm -hmm. uh they are interviewing spanish players on the regular in fact they get way well i'm not gonna say they get way cooler players they just get more players right uh because a lot of those language language barriers um haven't been broken uh to no no fault of the players like speak spanish totally fine um we have el show real uh you have the rsl show on all of the socials again if you haven't checked or if you haven't followed us uh Go look at our Instagram, our Twitter. We're posting like crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm literally doing it. I feel like I'm almost doing it every single day. You are. Uh, So, yeah. So, follow the RSL show. Um, Any other closing thoughts? Dude, before we go, let's just talk a little bit about MLS news real quick. Um, Did you see Rui Diaz's goal? Yes. Seattle? Yes. Wow. if you guys have not (laughs) seen that goal, uh, go YouTube it. It's uh, Ru- Rudy Rui Diaz. It's pretty, just smashes it from like the center line, basically, and gets a goal. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that I think that secured the the win at home. I think you did. Yeah, um, a lot of cool matchups happening. Um, I think tonight, Friday, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, I believe the Galaxy play the Timbers. I th- that sounds right. Yeah, let's look at the MLS schedule. You, you
2: would think we would look at this before we say it. Yeah, but again, we are not professionals. Hey, dude, you hey. are now.
1: I'm I'm kind of a professional, yeah, dude. Yeah, I work for MLS Espanol, dude. What's your excuse then, bud? It's you know, <laughs> it's it's uh. So I'm assigned a few games to, uh, basically like. I wouldn't say live tweet. It's more like live clipping, and then it goes onto the website. So a lot of these matches I just kind of see. Like one that I'm really familiar with right now because I did a, uh, a video piece on is uh, Lucas Zella Rayan. Mm, Columbus. Columbus That's Crew. A player. Dude, I had a clip. Um, all of his free kicks against New York City FC. They're not very much. It's just three, but he scored three goals against NYC FC in the last two matchups for 2021. Uh They play tonight. Uh, That's just going to be an insane game only because uh, he's been, like, the guy, Mm -hmm. the factor to get the win versus New York City. Like, Sean Johnson just stands no chance on his free kicks. So this is kind of cool, dude, because as I'm doing this MLS stuff, it's... You kind of learn more about the league than just being a casual fan. Exactly. So I've been learning a lot more about the league. um, And, yeah, I was correct. So... Galaxy play Portland. Um, it's actually unclear if Chicharito is even back to health. Um, so I don't think he's going to be playing that match. Um, but it's it's just always a fun, like, that's always just fun derbies. Like, uh, it doesn't look like it's a home match. I think it's in Los Angeles because usually the team on the left is home. Um, but, you know what, I got to click and check. Yeah, looks like it's in, in Los Angeles in Dignity Health Tennis Center. Dignity it's always going to be what what was it home depot uh yeah yeah home depot uh it's always fun like my favorite mls teams are definitely like just to watch timbers lafc uh austin's becoming one and i think it's just because of the environments like when you're watching a match you tune in and you see everyone just bouncing around mm-hmm. losing their minds it's just so much fun man i we have to go to we have to go to a match because as much as i love real salt lake and rio tinto's like our spot it's always good to see how how it's done other places yeah exactly. i love i love matches in portland honestly exactly so so yeah a few matches uh you've got new york city columbus uh you've got orlando going up against atlanta united i think atlanta's going to win that easily uh la galaxy versus portland uh tomorrow shit let's just do the whole schedule <laughs> why not uh, tomorrow, you've got the Sounders playing San Jose. Uh, you've got Red Bulls versus New England. Inter-Miami versus Montreal. Who cares? Uh, Sporting KC plays FC Dallas. Uh, and then just to name a few, there's Cincinnati, D.C. United. Um, Austin's playing Colorado. Ooh, that might actually be a good one. And that might be a good Damn. one. Uh, and then, of course, you've got uh, – well, you've got Vancouver, Minnesota. It's actually unclear. Is – is Vancouver still playing in Rio Tinto? They're they're back in in Vancouver. Okay, so whoever's running the Minnesota socials for MLS is wrong and they need to uh they need to go delete that tweet. They made it sound like they were playing here in Rio Tinto.
2: They might have one where I I thought they were back because they did this whole farewell thing. So. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah.
1: yeah, it'd be it'd be really weird to say goodbye and pack up your suitcase. But you're still here. You're still here? Yeah. yeah so weird. I think that's just the the admin is what we'll call them. Uh, Houston Dynamo and Real Salt Lake tomorrow. Um, it looks like it's uh, it's according to our time, if the site's right, is it 630? Is that what you've been seeing? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. It's got to be. Yeah, so 630 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, you can watch that on TV or you can stream it on KSL Sports. Uh, our KSL contract, guys, is about to expire. And it's not a conflict of interest because I'm technically not an owner of the RSL show. Yeah, buddy. But I talked to uh the big dog over there and I made a push for some things. Okay. So I guess it, we better keep making content then. Yeah. So big dog, if you're listening, dude, you know who you <laughs> are. You love this show. Uh give us everything that I asked for. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh thanks again so much for following us Stick and sticking true, staying loyal to the RSL show. Uh, we'll be making more content. Uh, we love when you guys tweeted us, by the way. So please do not stop. Uh, leave some comments. Uh, join in on our predictions. Just interact with us. So I, I, I personally love to see it. Um, it's just so cool to hear from you guys. So, uh, Josh, you got anything else? No, you covered it well. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, go RSL. Actually, real quick, dude. Predictions. Um, I want to hear from you, Josh. A score prediction. And at least one player who uh, will get a goal. Uh,
2: Joni Menendez scores, and we win two one.
1: Wow! Yep. Damn. I, you know what? I feel that.
2: That just that's that's straight from the heart. That's not me thinking tactically. That's not me thinking standings. That's not me even thinking lineup. That's just what my heart tells me.
1: Follow your heart. That's right. Uh, I'm gonna double out. I'll double down with you, dude. All right.
2: I think two one, maybe a three one. I think it would be great, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep it soft and stay two.
1: I want to say a three-one. I say, I want to say that Joni Menendez gets at least a goal or an assist. Yes. Now the thing is, is just remember, we are not the same team that played Houston Dynamo this last time around. No, we're not. We're different. Houston is down, so we just need to go in there and just knock them the hell out while they're down something we don't typically do so let's see if we do it we need to do it all right guys take it easy uh thank you so much for
0: listening and we'll see you on the next show
1: yes sir